Hello citizens of the internet. Welcome to ML Shorts, a talk show dedicated to finding, explaining and entertaining you with short topics in machine learning, natural language processing, search ranking or pretty much anything which sounds awesome when I say it. All my content is derived from research papers and of course the original authors hold intellectual property and techniques and methods that they introduce i'm here just to share my opinion of the paper explain it to you like a fourth grader since you all know reading research papers is so freaking straightforward so the next time you sit and decide to watch the next episode of bachelorette or bachelor take a moment and get shorted on some ml let's dive into it Today we are talking about the paper Unsupervised Machine Translation Using Monolingual Corpora Only. This is a paper by Facebook AI Research with a collaborator in University of Paris. It's basically saying that uh, you do not always have parallel aligned data available to train on. You know, a machine translation system, a good one, probably needs uh, paired data in the order of 10,000s or 100,000s. And in certain cases, you might not just have them. For example, let's say you want to translate something from Vietnamese to French. I don't know if there is parallel data, but let's just assume there does not exist parallel data. But of so much monolingual data, maybe you have newspapers in Vietnamese or you have the, basically a blog post in French and you, you have so much monolingual data in each individual language. And the idea is that how can we learn a translation system with this constraint that we do not have parallel data. Now, you can also think about it as creating a baseline for a supervised system, uh, by which I mean that, uh, let's say the blue score with uh, this model, which is trained on monolingual data is X then a model with supervision should at least perform X and higher. So this can act as an effective baseline as well. Now you can think about uh, language models, which are obviously the simplest uh, approach to using monolingual data in an unsupervised way. And since every translation system uh, at the decoder can utilize a language model to basically rank the translations, you can imagine using monolingual corpora to improve this language model. Uh, so that is one way you can use monolingual data. Um, I think we are going to use techniques from two aspects. One is GANs and the other one is uh, autoencoders. So let's dive into the approach now. Okay, let's talk about assumptions. So one thing that this paper assumes is that you have a small lexicon, a small dictionary of word to word translations. And this is your baseline system, which we will start with, uh, upon which we will build uh, the complete model. Now, you may ask that, hey, this is cheating. How do you create this dictionary of word to word translations? There is a reference in the paper which explains even how you can create this in an unsupervised way. Now, I don't want to go into that paper, but at a high level, it's basically if you have words in the source language and words in the target language you create a vocabulary for each of them and you try to map them into an embedding space and if you try to try to make uh, words which are similar to be in the similar 
uh, embedding space then you can do a nearest neighbors in the embedding space and try to find the words in the target language which are uh, as close as possible um so i'm i'm not going to go into that paper but let's assume that we have a small dictionary of word to word translations from source to target uh, which will be our base on which we will build upon this big model so let's talk about the component of the model it's a basic encoder decoder architecture with the following caveats the encoder is shared between both the source language and the target language which means i could start encoding with french and decode vietnamese or i could start encoding with vietnamese and decode into french but of course we have different embeddings for the words or tokens of each language that is we have one vocabulary embedding for french one vocabulary embedding for vietnamese and we have uh, i believe three layers of a bi lstm uh, as the encoder it's uh, it of course has a very basic uh, attention mechanism uh, which is a content based attention mechanism where we try to attend over the encoder hidden states while decoding so to understand any model we should always start with the loss function uh, the algorithm proposed by this paper um, has basically two i would say three different kinds of loss functions uh, so let's dive into those uh, we we first of all want to encode the individual uh, sentences from each source and target into a latent space and we want to be able to reconstruct from that latent space to their respective languages which is a very straightforward auto encoding task but if you use the encoder decoder architecture and simply give it the input sequence uh, of one language it will kind of like default into just copying over the source language into the target side so we obviously adopt uh, what they call a denoising auto encoder where what we do is we take the language sentence let's say a french sentence uh, we try to skip certain tokens we drop certain tokens we shuffle the sentence by moving words uh, to the left or to the right and try to create a noisy variant of the sentence we then pass this to the architecture the encoder decoder architecture which is currently functioning as a auto encoder and we expect that the decoded sentence should be the exact original sentence from which we started so this is the auto encoding loss we do this once with the source language which is let's say french we do this once with the target language which is let's say vietnamese and what the model is trying to achieve with this is that since the parameters are shared the encoder and decoder parameters are shared between these two languages they are trying to basically map these into the common embedding space so let's say a certain word uh, like roads and car co-occur frequently in the english sentence right like a car is driving on a road now a similar sentence in vietnamese could mean uh, that you know i i can't like say vietnamese but let's say it is basically a vehicle on a road and those two will co-occur with each other frequently now when we map them to the embedding space all these words would be next to each other in this hidden latent space so that achieves one of our target that we want to try to 
bring similar words from different languages together. The second loss function we look at is the cross domain loss function. Now remember the algorithm the authors propose is an iterative algorithm. So you're always starting with a weaker translation model already available and you're trying to train this weaker model to get better and better in every iteration. So let's say in, in one iteration you have this weak model which is taking a source sentence and translating it to a target sentence. Now the, the idea is that the cross domain loss will take this weakly translated target sentence it will use the encoder-decoder architecture and map the sentence to the hidden latent uh, space. And from that latent space, it will reconstruct the source language or the source uh, input that was provided. Uh, so this is like a symmetric model as you look at it. Uh, we are using uh, a weak model in the previous iteration to generate uh, a target sentence. Then we pass the target sentence to the encoder-decoder to reconstruct the input uh, which was given. So in this way, we are trying to make the model to learn how to align two sentences of the different domain together. The last function that the authors introduce is an adversarial loss function. Now you may ask, wait, why do we need an adversarial and a discriminator network uh, in this whole architecture? Well, as you remember, I told you that the encoder is shared for both the source language and the target language. Similarly, the decoder is shared for the source and the target language. So let's say your input is a French sentence. Now, what would tell the model for the decoder that, hey, this input is a French sentence and you have to generate a Vietnamese sentence. So we need a discriminator to identify what is that the input is given to the encoder. Is it a, a French sentence or a Vietnamese sentence? So the authors introduce a discriminator network whose objective is to try to label what is the input given to me. And what the discriminator network looks at is the hidden states produced by the encoder. So let's say that you input a French sentence to the encoder and the encoder basically has hidden states available for you. You pass this hidden states to the discriminator, which will try to predict what is the class of the sentence. Is it French or Vietnamese? Now, when we're talking about loss for the encoder, the encoder's goal is to basically uh, tell the decoder that, hey, I've given you a French sentence now, decode it to a Vietnamese sentence. Now, my intuition about how this works is that uh, the encoder's goal is the opposite objective of the discriminator. So basically, the encoder will try to fool the network into thinking that this is actually a Vietnamese sentence. So the decoder can then basically pick up uh, from that spot and try to create the corresponding Vietnamese translation uh, for the French input. In case you guys are wondering, no, I have neither been to France nor I've been to Vietnam. I don't know why I chose this particular example, but let's summarize what we've learned. I'm going to use a very simple example where the source is X and the target is Y. So we want to try to translate X to Y and we have not been given parallel data of X to Y. The authors propose an iterative algorithm where they start with a baseline model, which is learned from a lexicon dictionary of word-to-word -word translations. And this iterative algorithm improves in each iteration. The loss function that we have is an autoencoding loss for X, an autoencoding loss for Y, 
across domain loss from x to y across domain loss from y to x and finally the most which i feel is the most uh, unique part of this paper is that they've proposed an adversarial loss for the encoder and i believe the adversarial loss is basically trying to uh, make us uh, make, make the decoder to understand when to basically generate a, a sentence from y or when to generate a sentence from x so that's all folks this is a short summary of the paper unsupervised machine translation using monolingual corpora only please let me know your thoughts maybe i said something which does not make sense please enlighten me i'm always open to feedback and send me suggestions for other papers that you guys are listening or you would like me to talk about and that's all have a good rest of the day